Welcome, welcome back to Bright Black Light Tarot, where we shed light and grow. We're continuing to shed light on the Lenormand deck. It is not a tarot deck, it is an oracle deck. It is a divination system that gives you the how in a reading. And so that is my humble opinion. It gives more descriptive information in a uh, reading. It can help you in terms of descriptions based on when you do past readings, if you want more information on what's happening now, description, and definitely when it comes to some small little detail for you to pick up on in predictive reading. So overall, this is a really good deck. Um, it is not handled the same way that Tarot is, and this is why I find it a very, very essential to examine each of the cards one by one. This is to help you get away if you are new to fortune telling or if you are new to transitioning from using a Tarot deck to using other Oracle decks. Come away from your thoughts about how Tarot works and how you do that is look at each of the cards. Now, we are covering the dog. This is our Sabaka, our card 18. And so right off, right off, when you see the dog, if you have a book that came with your Lenormand deck, you are getting that trustworthy uh, friendship vibe, right? That That is the, the basic meaning of this card is loyalty, friendship, right? It's telling you that it, it could be an actual person, a friend, right? Okay, now... I want you to come away with that, as I normally say, right? You have the book's meaning, and, and my task here in this session is to help you pick up on what else your intuition could be telling you, right? Come away from the book. So it said friendship, right? We know that man's best friend, the dog is man's best friend, meaning that it's going to be ultimately representative of a friend. All right, now put your book down. <laughs> put your book down. And my key to you is the dog is a walking contradiction in and of itself. And that is what your intuition may most likely be picking up on, is a walking contradiction. What does that mean? That you are looking at an energy that is both dependent and independent at the same time at the same time, okay? So, you know, yes, the traditional meaning is, uh, you know, having having the dog as a friend, you know that this person is going to be loyal, you know that there is going to be a trust that is there, you're going to feel like perhaps there is someone that you have in your corner, someone that is supporting you. The dog is dependent upon you, are they not? So while you feel like you have support, they are relying on you for support in return. So you give the support and you are receiving the support. The dog is dependent upon you, but the dog can also be independent, right? They operate independently. You don't have to be around this dog all the time for this dog to be able to be uh, contained, right? The dog is self-contained. They are more, more than content in their role. They don't mind being the dog in the relationship and you be the human, right? They don't mind being the pet. 
um, or the object of your affection and they also look to you within with a measure of affection and companionship as well okay now what does this mean in a reading okay well we know that there is devotion there we know that there is care there but there is also a sense of responsibility when there is a dog in a reading or a dog present right so if you have a dog or you have a pet there is a, res a sense of responsibility that comes with having a pet and the pet if you take if you look closely especially with dogs the dog will feel a sense, you get a sense that the dog feels a, a sense of responsibility towards you in return. Now, for those of you who've never had a dog, you can observe that this is so. You can observe that if there is something going on with the person, their dog will come over and kind of steer them in the right direction. Their dog will bark and kind of get them to pay attention and steer them in the right direction. So there is a sense of care there. There is a sense of responsibility. In an actual sense, who would fulfill a role like that? Who would be both um, able to work with you, um, be dependent upon you, and work independently with you know with you at the same time? This would be someone like an employee, an employee, right? Interesting, right? That so this card can represent an employee. An employee is ready to help. They are ready to get in and they uh, and get in and do something um, at, for you. They are there with a sense of responsibility. Once they have the task that is entrusted to them, they now are able to work independently and yet they are dependent. And yet they look to their employer for something in exchange for that. So they are dependent upon what their employer is providing. And so the provider, so the employer, you know, they are dependent upon the employer and in exchange, the employer expects them to operate independently. Here you have a, a trust, right? Because the employer trusts that they, once they give you a task, that, that, that you are going to do this task as an employee and that you're going to do it. And so that there, so and you're going to do it to the degree that you're supposed to, and they don't have to now have to second, second guess, right? They know that it's your intention to show up and do the right thing. Okay, and that the employee is more than happy to follow the lead of the employer. They they show up and, and it's as if to say, okay, you know, you tell me what to do, I will do it, you know, and here is here is where we have those similarities. Okay. So now there another way to also think about this, um, it could be a coworker. It is someone who is subordinate in some way that uh, could also be looking to you in a dependent manner. So who else would you consider, not, uh, not that they are subservient, but that they are subordinate in rank that looks to another person for care um, and for uh, dependence, right? That could be a child looking to someone it could be someone who is looking to another as a caregiver. So someone who is in need of care. It could be an elderly parent who is in need of care, right? Now, 
the flip side, the flip side. So now that we have that, we have, you know, this, this, um, contradiction that is working at the same time. And you have it in the caring sense. You have it where there's a trust that's there. You have it where, you know, you're receiving support and that you are, that there is a reliance on the other. All of those things are taking place. Are they not? Okay. Now the flip side. The flip side, and this is my little tidbit for you that I think that um, that is not often mentioned or not often seen or said with this card. My little tidbit. The dog can be representative of the angry dog as well. The angry dog or the mischievous dog or the dog with the bad side. The dog always has a bad side. So while you get this great little companionship, loyalty, responsibility, care, and all of that gives you this great fuzzy feeling, watch it, watch it. Because a dog can, a dog can become vicious placed in a, in a certain circumstance. This is why we have a saying about don't bite the hand that feeds you. Watch out because under a certain circumstances, this dog is not something that you can trust. It appears like they are that they are subordinate. It appears that they, you know, might be somebody that you can put your trust in or rely in, or they might appear to be low, you know, in comparison, but you need to watch it. Right. And so the flip side is the aggressive side. So the aggressive side can represent security, right? Meaning watchdog, watchdog. And so in that sense, they do come in to protect you. They come in to protect you or to protect someone else. And so they can become aggressive and they can become vicious and they can attack. They can attack. This car can be representative of the attack giving a certain situation, meaning that they are protecting someone else. And in their effort to protect someone else or look after someone else, they can be, it can be very dangerous. Okay. The other side is that this, this can represent someone who you are friends with that gets you into trouble right? Now, if you heard circumstances about some friend who encouraged you to encourage another person to do something that they know wasn't right. Next thing you know, you're that person's in jail <laughs> and their friend who got them in trouble is nowhere to be found. And now they have to call their parents to get them out. I'm sure you've heard stories like that. Well, that troublesome friend could be this dog where the dog has the other side. So they're good for their, they're good to be there when it's time to play and they're good to be relied on for having a good time. And they're there to toss the ball back and forth and to play fetch and to go out there and have fun and kick it around and kick the ball around. They're there for the entertainment portion of the relationship, right? But then it, they flip and they are nowhere to be seen, right? So there is, a, a, you know, the flip side is this lack of trust that's there where they're only there for part for the good portion of the friendship, but they are not there for when times get hard. And so they, they then relinquish their dependence to you. And then they become independent, only looking after themselves. Remember, we said that the dog is self-contained, you know, so they know what role they play in your life. The question is, do you, okay? You keep your friends close, but some friends you have to watch even closer. You have to watch them even much more closely. 
okay and so that's my little tidbit there you know i hope that this was helpful to you in some way um and so when we come when we talk about descriptive cards this could actually be talking about someone's countenance or personality not saying that they look like a dog but but i would not put it past to suggest that someone has an appearance of a dog <laughs> it may not be kind but again, it is your intuition that is helping you to interpret what is going on and what your intuition is trying to say. And so in description, if you're, if the, um, if the card is trying to tell you that the person looks like a dog, then they're trying, then they're trying to tell you the person looks like a dog. Who are you to deny your intuition and in helping you to understand the circumstance even better, right? <laughs> Now, now, if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, I want to tell you that there is, uh, you know, there is a means for you to go to brightblackwood.com, read the video, um, look up the videos, read the blogs there, leave your comment. You can email me at brightblackwood at gmail.com. Give me your questions there. You could also leave, leave a comment on this platform. Now, on this platform, there is a journal, a Lenormand, links to a Lenormand journal or many journals um, at Amazon where you can get Lenormand journals, where you could start to record your readings daily. It has the space for you to go back, check to see if your, um, your reading was accurate. It asks questions to help you pull information from your intuition. It has a keyword chart that lists basic keywords for the basic meaning of the Lenormand cards and space for you over time as you develop your own understanding to put that information down in the book, right? So that you can start to record what your view of, of the cards mean. Because as I always say, your intuition is the leading, most predominant energy in the reading. So lean on that. Until next time, take care.